Welcome back to Wax Wednesdays, everybody. Why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? That's our saying here. Um, on today's episode, Lewis is away. He's actually at Falls Festival in Tasmania. But we have a guest on today, a very good friend of mine, a music lover. He was formerly in the band known as False Accusation. Welcome, Nathan Eisenberg. <laughs> G'day, Giddy. G'day. So we're doing a bit of a Motown today, aren't we? What, uh, what records have you chosen? Yeah, I've got a Motown heavy vinyl collection. Not many records, but I've got about... 10 that would be considered as, as Motown. So I've got some Four Tops, I've got some uh, The Impressions, got some Jerry Butler and... Um, well, don't give it all away. All right, we right. have to do a feeder. We don't, we don't tell it all at the start. Um, <laughs> this is we, pirate radio after all. Exactly. We can't, can't give it all away for free. Nah, you got to pirate it. Well, that is for free. Have you got a sneak peek for what you've got in store for us? Nah. <laughs> no, no that's going blind, no, walking no. the plank. <laughs> Walk the plank. <laughs> no, we'll start off. I've got a band called Jay and the Techniques up first that I'll play. And it's quite interesting. So it was about these two guys in the 1960s. Came out with some songs that were just absolute rubbish. Like they couldn't get a career. They're sitting in a bar talking to each other, being like, fuck, what are we going to do with our lives? Hmm. And in walks their friend, like, hey guys, you want to be in a band? Come audition. And they're like, sure, I got nothing else going on. So they audition and then Jay and the Techniques were born and they have like three smash hits, like outright, like top 10 hits. So yeah, one of the songs we'll be playing is from that. Fantastic. So a little flashback for you. During high school days, Nathan Eisenberg was in a band called False Accusation. How did that begin? Same story? Were you drinking when you were like 14? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a similar story, you know, us uh, delinquent kids. I think we were about 13 or 14. Uh, wanting to spice up our high school, middle school lives, uh, drinking Lyft or Solo in the cafeteria <laughs> probably, and uh, decided we'd start a punk rock band, as was the uh, thing to do at the time. Yeah, so, for sure. <laughs> me and two friends um, uh, who knew how to play instruments, who, who were quite musical already, um, they, they were in and they, they asked if I wanted to join. Of course, I didn't know how to play any instruments, so I chose the bass guitar. <laughs> Is that what people do when you don't know how to play an instrument? Choose the bass. <laughs> sort of uh, the least number of strings, uh, <laughs> the least um, dominant sound. No, yeah, I, I, I tried to learn. I wasn't very good, but I, 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 I plucked it hard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, on that plucky note, let's pluck the first song. All Cake and leave on top 
So we're playing Motown. Do you like Motown? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, Love good, it. Good question. Um, <laughs> on, on well, obviously, the, uh, I, I said that most of my records are Motown. I, I, I'm sure when I bought them, I had no idea what Motown actually was, but Motown music was the soul music you could dance to. Definitely. Do you know how Motown started? No. No? Do you? I do, actually. <laughs> um, it's actually a funny little story. So started by an African-American guy named Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. He asked his family for $800 and his parents were like, yeah, sure, we'll give you 800 bucks because you have a yeah. solid business plan. This was in 1959. Yeah. And then he started the label Motown Records that became synonymous with Motown music. Right. So it was a, a record label before it yes. was a genre, right? Yeah, it was a record label that defined, is it a genre? It's like a... For sure, it's a genre now, yeah. It's a label that dignifies a genre. It's pretty mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Guess uh, yeah. Yeah, when, I guess when record labels back in the day had so much control over what was being produced and what was being listened to, um, if they had a vibe that they wanted to, to put, if, even if it was you know, soul music that you could dance to, um, they defined what it, what it was. And so they, you know, I guess that's how we have a genre now. It kind of helps having number one hits when you define a genre <laughs> from a label, I guess, right? <laughs> you got it. Absolutely got it. That's an essential thing. Barry Gordy, who founded the label, guess how many number one hits Motown the label had Oh, maybe like, I don't know, 50, 60. Yeah, like that would be a lot of number one. That's because I know like, it's a successful like label. I'm guessing a high amount, 50, 60. Yeah, so they had, they had 180 number one hits. Wow. So when you talk about defining a genre, that, that, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'll do it. <laughs> Amazing. That's, uh, that's incredible. Yeah, so I think like people who are on that label were like Jackson 5, Michael Jackson, Al Green. Yeah. Just Stevie to name Wonder. a few. Like, <laughs> yeah, Temptations definitely. The Temptations, yeah. Prems, like these are all heavy hitters. Yeah, and mainly out of the Chicago and Detroit areas in the, in the 60s. Yeah. So a lot of these artists uh, cut their teeth, you know, they earned their, earned their names um, in Motown music. Yeah, there's like, I don't, I don't know a lot about every artist on the Motown label, but I want to say that they gave them the start that projected them to the world. Yeah, yeah. So we owe a lot to, uh, to Motown. So what, what were the tracks we heard then? Uh, First one was Jane the Techniques, Strawberry Shortcake. And that's not even their biggest song. They've yeah. got some other smash hits of that we're saving for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure, and the second one there was um, Needle in a Haystack by the Velvelettes. Uh, Alright, yeah. classic of Motown. Alright, should we keep uh keep this rolling? Keep it rolling. Let's play some more records.
Oh, that was a funky bass line. You reckon you could rip a bass line like that back in your day? <laughs> I had a rule exclusively punk rock or um, jazz pop. <laughs> but I yeah. would have, yeah, I would have liked it. <laughs> yeah, I remember my fondest memories of you guys playing like Green Day and like <laughs> back yeah. in the day, right? A few, uh, my, yeah, probably my heyday greatest moment was playing... Um, American idiot at my friend's bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah, great times. Um, so, what was the record that you just played then? Oh, so I played uh, Four Tops um, from the Four Tops Story uh, compilation record, which is fantastic uh, mix of songs. And that was a classic. I can't help myself, which is a real yeah, great great one to dance to and, and played uh, played all around as a as a beautiful beautiful track Motown track. Epic. Yeah, so I thought we'd we'd stay with the with the classics. I've got another one coming up with um, by my probably my favorite soul singer, producer, and person, uh, Marvin Gaye. You just gave it away. Let me at least guess a little oh, bit. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is Marvin Gaye all time favorite artist? No, I wouldn't say so. But I don't really do that, but. But for Soul? For Soul. He's pretty good. Like Oh God, yeah. I suppose <laughs> he, he has the most tracks that I love to listen to and I think yeah, he's he's fantastic. And he spans so many, so many different times. So he, in the beginning he was one of the guys who started out with the soul and um certainly the the song I've got coming up is one of his first and it's considered Motown, but then he transitioned into sort of I would say R and B. Yeah, and the other artist I'm gonna chuck on is also a heavy hitter from the Motown records, but unlike you, I'm not gonna give it away just yet. But his initials are AG, and if you can guess it, great work. <laughs> we'll leave him with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Take it in my stride Start living for the moment Maybe half the things we sought Move were never there Let us open up our eyes And break it down to size be completely fair If you leave me now You take away the biggest part of me Could we 
Some really nice tunes there. I liked. Uh, I like your selection, dude. Really oh, nice. Yeah. Really showing up, Lewis, to make a <laughs> maybe try and make a weekly habit of having no Lewis here. Then is that what you're trying to look? I had no, FYI disclaimer. I had nothing to do with Lewis not being able to be here, <laughs> but uh, yeah. glad to be able to provide. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. They, those are some of my favorite ones. As I said, the the uh, uh, Marvin Gaye and um, playing. Uh, Can I get a witness? And then the third track there was uh Thelma and, and Jerry with their uh with their medley love it so 2018 is over it's some great times this year um what so what, do you, what influenced your music choice this year or last year sorry well yeah 2018 was a weird weird year for me I usually got a lot of um gigs and and festivals but uh toned it down for some reason and um a lot of my music was from Public radio, actually, listening to shows kind of like these, bunch of music nerds getting bunch on the of mics. pirates out there. <laughs> yeah, just people disseminating their, their favorite tracks and their awesome record collections to the, to the rest of Melbourne. So I've been listening to PBS radio, public broadcasting, and um, a lot of my music's been from that. Been really appreciative of it. Nice, yeah. So we give local shout-outs to Plug 7 Northside Records where we buy most of our vinyls. But honestly, the biggest influences when for me are when the bands come to town and they actually play. Like The highlight gig for me was probably Billy Davis playing. He did an eight-week-long residency. That was just insane. It was so good to um, see him perform live. Other highlights are definitely Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Like when they came to town, they played at the Forum and then instantly like I bought two of their vinyls like off the bat. Like, yeah, right. Just have to support them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, 2019, I don't know. What kind of music are you going to open your eyes to this year? Is there anything new you're looking to get into or delve or just get more of? No, yeah. I, I tend to listen to quite a lot of old music and there's, there's a huge infinite backlog to get through. Um, so I'll keep keep collecting records, keep li- listening to public radio and um, keep my ear to the ground for gigs. Always, always. I'll try to go to more gigs this year. Yeah, some great ones coming up. You should definitely check out Murder City Drum and was playing on January the 11th at the Forum. And that guy, if you think we know records, that guy knows his records. Like he is a disco playing legend. Like, he is. I mean, even his name, Motor City Drum Ensembles of Hark to Detroit, which is uh, where the automobile industry was or used to be for a long time, Drum Ensemble. So he's, he's plows through these records that we're playing and he, he finds ones that no one listens to and he mixes them. Yeah. And he does it well. And even his own productions, the drum ensembles referring to like the 808s and the 909s of just like those pure drum sampling machines. 
And have you ever watched Crate Diggers? Like those a little mini series documentary? I've heard about it. I've never watched it. So Motor City Drum Ensemble has an epic episode on it where he shows you all his records and where he gets it from. But if we're talking about sampling in the best of all time, we've got to give a shout out to Jay Diller, um, one of the greatest sampling hip hop artists of all time. But that's we'll save that for another show. Well, he's not coming, is he? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's on <not> Motown. <laughs> he's not coming. He died like in the 1990s. Um, so, yeah. so the next one's coming up. Um, we're going to do a movie soundtrack. We play only movie soundtracks. Okay. I want to do a Charles Bradley tribute. Okay. Because that guy needs his own show. We've been talking about it for a while now. And I don't know, what other records uh, have you got in store for us that you want to come back and play? If you're ever doing a 70s, 60s, 70s pop music show, bring me back. I've got I've got a, just as many as Motown records. That's good. <laughs> sure, just let me know and I'll uh, we can kidnap Lewis. <laughs> we can put him in the closet or something. That can be arranged. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. Uh, any uh, other gigs? I've got um, – the only one I've got booked is a huge one, uh, Miss Lauren Hill playing the uh, Sydney Maya Music Bowl. Unfortunately, was going to be with Nas and Santi Gold, but they've been taken off the bill. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I'm, it's going to be just to see if they replace who they replace it with. Awful. This is the old Lewis story. Take them out. Take kick them out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a shame, but it'll still be great to see the Queen, Queen playing for sure. Mm. Awesome. So we're going to play two more songs for you, and then I'll round out um, the show. So I think we're just got to end it off with the heavy hitters. Like I'm going to play some MJ. Yeah. Um, that stands for someone as well, just like AJ, AG, if you got that one. I think MJ is a bit more, I, I think people should know that one. Yeah. Who I'm referring to. Who have you got for us as well? Yeah, I'm going to play a surprise track from one of my favorite soundtracks uh, of all time. <laughs> How cryptic. It is a bit cryptic. Uh, can you guess what it is? <laughs> I don't know. The Rocky Horror Show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't take that from your collection. No, I'll leave it at that. But um, they're not the Motown brothers, but they're some other type of brothers. Ooh, yeah. There's a lot of brothers out there. There's the Brothers Johnson, the Easley Brothers, <laughs> the Wright Brothers. They, no, this, uh, is, this is the, the film, not the <laughs> They're <laughs> an imaginary, imaginary band. This is, oh, it's music. Yeah, yeah, it's music, but from the we're, film. We're not talking about the guys who made the first airplane, right? The Wright Brothers. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that would be wrong. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll catch you next week. Yeah, and happy 2019 to everyone out there. Thanks for having me, Gibbs. Pleasure. <laughs>
If they say why 